Hello. Hello. This is Joya Italiano. And this is Jeff Ekman. And welcome to No But That's a Thing. A podcast where we talk about the real science ideas that are contained in sci-fi movies. Yeah, neither of us are experts in any of these things, but we care about them and uh, we feel like we can make it interesting for you. So we Googled some stuff after watching a movie and here we go. Here we go. Wait, we gotta go in front of your mic. I thought I was. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so her came out in uh, 2013, directed and written by Spike Jones. And he's he's directed being John Malkovich and adaptation, you know, working with Charlie Kaufman. And he's a wonderful, crazy kind of director <laughs> where the wild things are and tons of music videos. And he's acted in tons of stuff like I know him from Three Kings. The movie with Ice Cube oh, and yeah. uh, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, yeah. G. Clunes. G. Clunes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great. Anyway. Why, why isn't that used all the time? I don't know. Hey, hashtag G. Clunes. Hashtag G. Clunes. Um, anyway, but, but, but her, oh my God. Oh, wow. Yeah, all right. We watched it. This is a very... Because like we, it was funny where early on in the movie, you turned to me and you were like, I forgot how funny it is. And, and I was like, yeah, this movie's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and then as the movie ends, we both just like look at each other and we're like, all right, well, you want to like, go, home? Like, go home? Like, I should now. go. Uh, yeah. I'm <laughs> really fucking sad right now. <laughs> but I, but it, you know, what's great about it is it was delightful and it, yeah. and, uh, Joaquin Phoenix, there's such a use of, of close-up for him. So it's like every scene that he's in, you're just like, I'm inside you. Right like, <laughs> no? You guys didn't feel that? No, well, just me? that wasn't exactly what <laughs> I thought, You didn't feel like you were clo- inside Joaquin Phoenix the whole time? I mean, uh, adjacent. <laughs> I was Joaquin adjacent. Yeah, which we all aspire to be. <laughs> anyway, so there's all these nuances in this movie. Well, not even nuances. Some of them are just blatantly in your face of like, satirizing the place that we're at where it's mm-hmm. like we're so emotionally disconnected that you're having somebody else at a fucking mm-hmm. uh, in an office being like you know dictating to a computer what they're saying like oh for because that's what it is it yeah. opens up on him saying yeah. something great like oh, i've always loved you i would have scooby doo right and then you know you pan out and, and you, you realize see like it, it, not it, a it's screen and you're like oh spike you well, really pulled a fast <laughs> one on me uh the funny thing about that was like I was watching Shark Tank recently, (laughs) and they had an app that was called Felt, Mm F-E-L-T. Yeah, I know how Felt is. It's it's phonetic. No? You're right. (laughs) There's only one spelling. P-H-E-L-T? Yeah, no, no. I, but I was thinking about it like like the material, not like the. But it's like both. Let me spell it out for you. Yeah. All right. So. It basically, it's a thing where you write the letter and then it looks like it's beautifully handwritten and then they'll send it to you to somebody and like... I mean, I understand the handwriting thing. I can understand the person writing the thing being like, ah, oh, fuck, I don't know how to do calligraphy. Oh, I chicken scratch right. when I write. <laughs> right. But it's a different thing to be like, hey, guy at an office, can you just... You're can you company? make up the whole... Here's like a couple of I pieces of my, information about me. I need my wife to think she I care about her. I need her to feel that way. I'm just realizing though, like sometimes when there's like funerals, there, the priest or the rabbi or whatever, like knows nothing about the person who right. died. You have to like and fill so them they in have to like, yeah, you're like, okay, here's like a couple <laughs> of things about them. He worked at the local cracker factory, and then he has to like rewrite a thing. And like sometimes they're really good at that. And like, wow, you're entering. <laughs> like, I, well, I just realized, like an improv actor turned priest because they're yeah. like, I'm really good on my feet. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> All you improv actors listening to this, consider your new profession. That's... Like, hey, oh, oh, his name's Jack. All right, the Jack O' Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jack O' Lantern at the funeral. That would be amazing. What? Yeah, because I heard he was autopsied. So uh, yeah. Well, you meant. Let me just say too, like, holy shit, what is that video game? The finger running. He's like just the like finger running, like. Yeah, the whole thing is he's like trying to make it through like a dark like woods where he's in the muck, oh, yeah, like and then like crack. and like as he's like as he's like through the muck, he like the character just like falls backward and goes back to like the beginning of like this endless fucking woods of nothing. But then it's also muck. like an asshole. It is just well, like, that hey, sho- the face. asshole shows up actually later. Oh, the asshole right. shows up like after he's met Samantha and everything. Right. So we could already spend so much time talking about the evolution of the video game yeah. within her. But that's just this it's but all I symbolic just love, of like, his life. The sadness of the, like what is that game? Yeah. And I sometimes <laughs> play these games where it's like what am I really doing? What am I getting out of this? This yeah. is just like me trudging along because like the game said click here and go here and I'm not actually enjoying it, but I'm still like, well, I want to get to the finish and like, you know, they, they have the PlayStation trophies and I'm like at 98% if I get that last one, but it's like going to take me like hours and hours. Uh, pretty much textbook addiction. I, uh, I, don't, I mean, I don't want to have this next swig of Jack, but I mean, I, oh no. I just got to get to the bottom. Of, I'm t- oh man. Well, no. I don't think that you're <laughs> that I? far off. I think Am I got to take a look at that. No, <laughs> I'm just teasing. But what's crazy is even though Ex Machina played a lot about your a- attraction, let's say, to AI, because there is a body there, mm-hmm. like cute, adorable body that you're like, well, I know what makes a human. This movie is so much less about just AI and so much more about human relationships. Ab- absolutely. This, to I me completely is, agree. Every, with that. I mean, and their whole evolution of their relationship is much like a human relationship. Well, I mean, I end this movie and I'm kind of like, I feel bad for Spike Jones. Why? <laughs> like, he clearly <laughs> went through this. <laughs> Like oh, okay. I, I just mean on a level Everybody's of like he's gone through this, but I yeah of course of, <laughs> I, I think that don't every, cry for me Argentina I, I just mean, like, <laughs> I just like the idea of of being like oh man whoever wrote that really hurt no. Spike Jones is fucking <laughs> he's doing fine he's laughing all the way to the goddamn bank he's fine <laughs> yeah he but did this movie for the money yeah that's exactly right it's, no what I mean is it's like yeah but this is so much more about the human condition. The fact that yeah. you and I like looked at each other like fucking sad puppy dogs and we're oh like, my oh, God. Go. Yeah, rather yeah, than like, like, whoa, my mind is blown. Yeah, we were just yeah. like, no, dude, I have felt exactly what he's talking mm-hmm. about. And, you know, at, at one point he's talking about how he feels like he's felt everything he's ever going to feel. Because if your marriage fails, what the <sighs> fuck is there? So he's at this place where he just wants to connect bringing me back to my point even from the previous episode where I think ultimately <laughs> that's what we want to do. Yeah, well, it, it's all about connection. Yeah, connect, baby. Yeah. Scarlett Johansson needs to drink some chamomile tea because <laughs> by a certain point, I was like, girl, I got some echinacea, bro. Like, you gotta just... You're like... <laughs> it's like the voice equivalent of just, like, snow on a television. You're like, you have... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like, that's I don't know. I mean, and I know that's her appeal, and that's clearly why they brought her on. And I love it. It's sexy, but after a while, it was like I feel like you have a cold. Right. (laughs) That's hilarious. Uh, Um, I think this movie is also really about insecurities that everybody has, but it's also his insecurities about loneliness, and Samantha has her own insecurities. Uh, Well, do you think like? 
are fears and insecurities an important part of like being human enough to put that into AI? That's the sound of my brain exploding. Well, yeah. um, <laughs> well I, I, I don't know how to answer that except for to say it's, it really piggybacks on what we were talking about for, during the last episode where we're talking about like, why do we need AI to feel the same things that human mm-hmm. beings feel? But certainly with regards to relationships with people, I know very few relationships that there's no, like romantic relationships that there's no insecurity in. So if anything, it'd be like, if you don't have any fucking insecurities in your life, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Something's wrong with you. (laughs) Zero insecurity. You should always be a little on edge. Not sure what's (laughs) what. Um, I, I don't really know, but I, okay. So my point is even talking about last week where it's like, you can't expect any relationship to be one-sided, even if that's between yourself yeah. and a fucking robot or a fucking computer. Yeah. It's like you cannot expect everything to go your hmm. way all the time. And what's great is I think we have that, the fact that even this kind of fiction is being made tells me that we're aware of that or, and that we don't even want that. Yes, there's probably some people out there that are like, I want this to be my way or the highway. But most right. people are like, no, I want you to fucking want to be here. Right. Yeah. And Theodore might have still wanted her to be there, but she's like, but motherfucker, this isn't on your terms. I'm doing yeah. my, my thing. You know? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, exactly. What's more human than that? Right. One of my favorite moments is Chris Pratt says, we should go out on a date, a double date with you oh, and right. your girl. And he's like, oh, yeah, uh, she's, she's in OS. He's like, and he's Great. like, cool. Where are we going? Cool. What's the spot? Yeah, totally. I mean, it, it, that's another commentary, I guess, is the fact that it's so ubiquitous by this point that it's not right. even weird. Basically, what I pulled away from this, though, what I wanted to explore is this idea of technology specifically, though, being responsible for people feeling alienated from each other. Okay. Because I think that that's clearly something that they touch on. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. yeah. They touch on, fucking touch on, yeah. The beautifully handwritten cards, the whole point of it, the fact that he's in a relationship right. and is fucking a disembodied voice. Like, he's alienated from society. He's well, loneliness and, like, connection is something that we're, like, trying to fix with yeah. technology. I feel like. Yeah, but it's like why? That's and that's my biggest thing is like what are we fucking doing? So but the, I to think connect? that I think it Yeah, but with there's a difference between connecting to other people online and and through technology and connecting with something that is altogether different because it's almost as if you've like given up on humanity. And I think that is yeah. the line that we're towing desperately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um and I would like to talk about both of them because I I absolutely participate in this. Okay. We'll get into the Tinder portion later. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm really excited. Okay. I know you got some good oh, Tinder stories. Boy. Oh boy. Um <clears throat> So I was looking into some uh, some statistics, and even <laughs> <laughs> because I was like, I found this interesting article. It's called it's it's kind of funny. So this is on themindunleashed.com, and it's this article that features these quote unquote soul sucking photos that depict how modern technology is stealing souls. And it's basically a, a, a bunch of pictures of people like holding phones out away from their face, and then there's this like warp. Uh, photo effect done where their face is being sucked into the phone. Okay, I can, I okay. I can actually show you. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this kind of shit where people are... Oh, uh, they're like being sucked into their yeah, phones. Yeah, it's kind of creepy, but, you know, yeah. making, making, making a commentary on that, which you can feel however you want about it. Uh, like 70% people 
in this particular study, checking their phones in the morning within just one hour of getting up, 56% checking their phones before going to bed, like all of that kind yeah, of stuff. Like yeah. the the constant need to be like, beep, boop, bop, boop, beep, you know, and, and clued into that. And then I was watching this, a panel, it was a four-person panel done by the, the Milken Inst- Institute, and it was talking about tech versus talk and how technology is affecting human relationships, right? Yeah. So they had these this panel of four different people, obviously two people for it, two people against it. One of them was the CEO of, uh, his name is Sam Yagen, he's the vice chairman of Match Group and like the co-founder of OkCupid, and Match also oh, okay. owns Tinder. So he was one of these uh, people. Match Group. Are you saying? Oh, oh they boy. all is own. This a, it's a, of it's course, like an they umbrella. do. How did yeah. I not? I know. Oh, I didn't know either. But I was like, of course. And uh, Sherry Turkle, she's an author and professor at MIT. She's she wrote Talking Cure. Have you heard about that? The Talking Cure, and it's basically she. No, I, she's I, saying I that know. people need to get back to the point where they're like talking to each other. She is a little bit older, in, so I do think. In, does it have to be in person? Can it be on the phone? It feels to me like she wants it to be in person. Okay. She's very into the empathy and the eye to eye, that kind of thing. But I All will right. say, and not can it be oh, FaceTime? I'm not. I am not Sherry <laughs> Turtle. <laughs> I'm just you got to speak for her <laughs> right now. No, but what was interesting is listening to them talk about because I do think that there are absolutely different angles from this perspective. Now, mm-hmm. granted, she I think is a is a different generation where it didn't come of age with this kind of shit. Yeah. So, um, so she was referencing a study where where people that even had their phones turned off and turned over on a table, they were still more likely to have like conversations that suddenly turned trivial because even the phone being turned off and turned over people are subliminally subliminally so so aware and are able to be elsewhere to me that sounds kind of strange but then i think about it and i'm like how do you gauge that the conversation became more trivial exactly that's the thing is like she was talking about it opinion well there's there's a study so that's the thing is she references the study Uh, and okay that that immediately made me think like well how do you measure what's trivial what's trivial and what's not you're absolutely right like what that i that i think i get gets into a much more like ethical discussion of like what what's who are you to judge what a conversation is if it's people talking that's one thing like and it becomes more trivial if they're near a phone because they're thinking about Mm -hmm. How they they should be checking the phone, right. or because but that's what I'm saying. So this was like okay. her opening, one of her opening references, which tells you where she's coming from. Like okay. the, yeah. you know, that's kind old of man where territory. She's, yeah, exactly. So, but I think more to her credit, saying something like, "There's a different study that says that 89 percent of the people that were uh, that, that were questioned said that they'd interrupted a conversation by taking out their phone at okay. a you know." Yeah gathering of sorts 82 percent of those people said that that deteriorated the conversation in their opinion okay you know which i can identify with sure fuck i mean like yeah. there's been times where i've been in the middle of like a juicy conversation that i'm like fuck i'm so sorry i got a boop, and then i come back right. and I'm like what were we what saying were we, yeah, yeah you're totally deflated so i get yeah. where she's coming from but at the same token you have on the same panel you have sam yegan the vice chairman of match group as i said and He's commenting on what, for example, Tinder or any of these does, and he says that we facilitate introductions mm-hmm. and that the dating and all of that stuff happens after that. It does. It's not replacing all of it. We've said before, Tinder is the new bar where you meet people, yeah. and that bar is pretty low. Yeah. But here Whoa. we are now. Hey, well, that's what I said last time. Where I don't is actually... the drum roll? Or not drum roll, rim shot. Rim shot? Yeah. Um, anyway. The, uh, well, you know... There are people who have met on Second Life and then gotten married in real life. He said, he actually said he's like, we, like one in three marriages, I think he said, starts online now. That's crazy. Which is insanity. But that also, 
you know, why not? Why wouldn't it? Why not? Exactly. And that's exactly what he said is it's like, uh, because he was also questioned about like, what are the differences between, for example, OkCupid and Match and Tinder? Because they own all fucking they all, own of them. all of them. And, they're all, and he was like, and he referred to them as dating products, which I found, I was like, oh my God, get the uh, fuck out of here. What? Come what on, else as would a classify user, as a dating I product? I wonder. Yeah, product. I want to buy a dating. Yeah, can I? Can I buy dates? Um, oh, you can though. Hey, boy. I think it's absolutely right when right on the money where he says he uh, we facilitate introductions, yeah. and I will get into that because. Yeah. <laughs> As somebody who has personally been both <laughs> on the outside of this phenomenon and has very, very much been like, fuck that shit. Like, what <laughs> the just hook up culture left, right, and sideways? And then you yeah. realize you're like, it is no more ridiculous than creeping on somebody at a bar. Well, it, 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 at the very least, like, people don't fucking wear name tag signs that are like, hi, my name is single. Like, you know, is, like, do I, what, yeah. what's the alternative? I have to be like, how's that guy? Do, yeah. do you know First that guy's of all, got a girlfriend? Um, yeah, Who's yeah. that guy over there? First of all, it's the person who's single. Second of all, like, here's, like, the kind of basic person yeah. that the person is. You know more uh, off of an online profile than you do from seeing a person across a bar. Yes. But also, we've talked about this before, and the idea that uh, of all the people in the world that exist, the person who's going to be like really, really right for you and the best possible fit is going to live in the town that you live in, go to the bar that you go to or go to the school that you go to or work with you or like have some of the same ideological perspectives as you. You're so closed off. Like, it's just like there's the likelihood of finding, but which is amazing that we've all done it for since the beginning of time. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. It's like, but now that this is available, it's like, why do we well, keep doing it that way? You, you touch on an excellent point. And even Sam Yegan talked about that. He 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 himself comes from like rural Illinois, and he was saying he's like, where I'm from, at people marry the fucking people they went to high school with. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like you don't have these diverse opportunities. With something like Tinder, you don't know what kind of what side of the tracks the person that you're meeting up with is. You know where they're where they're coming from. Yeah. And he's basically is saying it? Tinder is the kind of thing. It's yes, it's gotten this bad rap for being like just the hookup site, but it is it, exactly as I've said. It's fucking. It is what you make of it. Well, that seems to be changing. The like yeah. Tinder's reputation. Well, but that's also I think people thought really that because that people way. were fucking freaked out by. No, that, I don't think too. that it even started that way. What think? he even said is he's like Tinder is yes, it's for like maybe maybe a younger crowd, mm-hmm. I guess. But it's the way to like facilitate dates quicker instead of having the back and forth or whatever. You can use it for what it is. There certainly are apps that are like that, but right. I don't know if even that's what it originally is. It's mm. just that there's a bunch of people, a bunch of names and, mm. and faces, and you can put as much as you want in your fucking profile. So yeah. if you want to fuck around, you can say, I want to fuck around, and then mm-hmm. you Oh, it, well, that's that another way. thing is like you're able to just be open and upfront, and you don't have to like, like, I think that some guys who do just want that maybe historically have claimed to not in order to just get that. Yeah. But now it's a lot easier to claim that and find somebody who actually because would be interested what, in that. Because guess what, motherfucker? There's plenty of us that want the same thing. Oh, you know what shit. I mean? Like, no, that's good kidding, to that. know. No, uh, it's just the, them, us and them. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly right. So, that I mean, in terms of human relationships, I think, yeah, fucking demystify the process. I don't right. see, in the same way... I'm going to go back to my Kindle <laughs> point. The Kindle point's a I good one. I was super anti that just because it was so ingrained. Like, I like the smell of a book. 
You know what I mean? And not even to say that I use a Kindle. I mean, books do smell really good, they though. They smell fucking And that, there's so something delicious. special. Like, I do, I, I, as much as I'm the, like, I, I'm not a Luddite. Like, I'm not the kind of person who w- is like, I, I want analog things yeah. at all. But there is a part of me that's like, oh, yeah. And, like, when I first opened that book and I was like, When books, you crack that shit open, like, it's like, like yeah. a, just a puff of joy. <laughs> I don't, there's something special about it. And it's sad to lose that. Yeah. However, when you look at the when you look at any evolution of this, it's like, mm. yeah, you you gotta be able to take it with you. You don't need to have all this empty space and like all this extra space being filled up. You don't need trees getting cut down. Yeah. Like, I get it. Well, it's kind of like vinyl. You yeah. know, it, it, people are still going to have books and read books, and it's going to be like this niche thing yeah. that it still exists and. There are, are still going to be book libraries, but for the rest of us, we're going to have our Spotify's and our Apple Music's. And, and it's just one thing that technology is really good at is making things efficient. Yep. And one thing that's super inefficient is, is fucking waiting for Mr. Right to come into like <laughs> knock on your door. No, I'm teasing. I'm teasing, but I'm not because no, look you're at not. it. Look, for the majority of my of my adult life, you're just around people all the time, and so you end up. Yeah. Just like hooking up with whoever. The people you know, who are around. Yeah, you're like, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. going to play with you. I'm I met this person. This yeah. Normal human interaction. But then you fucking end up having all this weird shit because you don't really, like when you're playing the, the guessing game of like, what's your story? I'm trying to go with the flow. We're mm-hmm. going for drinks. You don't find out about people's <laughs> bullshit until it's too late. And then you're like, I'm in too deep. But then you're like, I know this is never going to work. And then you end up <laughs> fucking breaking up anyway. It's a nightmare. Wait, so her really, well, really shows us a reality. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, it, it, it reminds us of like you're it, like that, you're clearly drawing from you're thinking about real shit in that moment. Yeah. Here's the thing. Oh God, it feels weird to like be typing shit about yourself on a fucking profile for other yeah. people to look at. But guess what? We're fucking doing it all the time on Facebook. Yeah. So if anybody that that shits on Tinder or OkCupid or any of that thing. Well, this gets into something that like I've been wanting to talk about. And it's kind of what I was saying last week, too, where I want to make sure I keep my old man in check. Like as yeah. I get older. My day. Yeah. As I get older, it's like I was young. And people were like, this is, you know, what's with this stupid new thing? And I was like, fuck you guys, this is better. And now everybody uses those things. And so what, at what point do you become the person who's doing that? And it's, you've got to keep your old man in check. Absolutely. And I think that there's absolutely a balance because you can always acknowledge the, the negative aspects of, of technology and how it, how it alienates us from each other. I mean, even in the same milk and panel that I was watching they're talking a lot about kids and I don't even think about you know I'm like yeah I don't have any fucking kids I don't know but I like thinking about raising kids with this kind of shit I don't think a kid under two needs to be like swipe it on a fucking elect like electronic at the same time that's where we're going and I'm kind of like why not but I'm also like but I don't but but boo like that's what they were talking about they're talking about like the cognizant develop or um you know cognitive development in adolescence and their human interpersonal relationships and all of that kind of shit well, I think on that front with the kids thing, a lot of parents are like, you know, the, the kid can only have this much screen time, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's well, an iPad or... not all the parents. Certainly not all, but I think that this is like a common thing among among parents is like, you know, limit the screen time. Yeah. And I think like the way I hope to do things, and I'm obviously going to eat words when I'm <laughs> an actual parent. You're going to eat those words, you're going to like them. <laughs> 
damn it. Oh, sorry. Uh, that's really funny. <laughs> Who said hi? Uh, that you want to limit the, the type of screen time. So if it's if you're on an iPad and you're reading a book and you're like learning about certain things that are important, then that's a different thing than being on an, on an iPad and using Angry Birds. As a person who's not a parent, like obviously it's hard for me to make too much of a commentary, yeah. but when I think as, about as it, I'm two like... two childless people, yeah. we're speaking authoritatively. But I still think I'm like, fuck that though. It's like, talk to your fucking kid. That's that's ultimately my mm-hmm. thing. I'm like, dude, we need to, everybody needs to just find their balance with technology. It yep. is It is here. It is... Neither queer or not, but it's ready to go. Like, it's there for you. I mean, it might be queer, but like... And that's okay. It's definitely here. So it's definitely in the neighborhood, get bro. Get used to it. So that's all I'm saying is I'm like, dude, I don't even think it needs to be a judgment call. It needs to be a balance. Like, yeah. I don't think that it should eradicate all human interactions. And I think that certainly for some people, it might, you know affect your empathy your ability to empathize with other people but that's on the fucking parents you like talk to your kid and be like dude interaction is still important i don't want you to just like not ever talk to people and just be in your goddamn room well bring it back to her what about a kid who's interacting with his os all the time and that's it like you know the best friend is the os like the os is the babysitter the os is you know i mean i will say that i feel like Samantha was a bit of a rebound. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, she teaches him the lesson that he needs to learn. Dude, which is so beautiful. And that's something that we all go through anyway. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. And that's why even at the end of her, there's mm-hmm. this silver lining, which I didn't touch on. It's the fact that then he and Amy are reconnecting yep. on the roof of their place. They've both undergone these breakups with their fucking OSs. Yep. And they're up there, and they're just like, baby. I think like, and she you know, rests her head on his shoulder, and it just reminds you, like Samantha, absolutely was the lesson that he le- needed yeah. to learn, and that's what human beings do for each other all the time. I feel like I'm in that position right fucking now. Me, me too. Me Dude. too. I'm. Where both the lessons that you needed to learn. <laughs> it, but I really feel that way about like real fucking relationships yes. that I've had, where <clears throat> I was like, I needed to learn a lesson. Then that person taught me that lesson, and then. It was like, oh no, you know, now I've grown into this other place. And, yeah. you know, anyway. Well, both being the person learning the lesson and being the lesson itself. Shit, that's a wild. Pl- I feel like I'm the lesson, is what I'm saying. <laughs> 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 well, I, I, I hope to think that I'm also a lesson, but a different one than the one that I learned. Yeah. So, I, maybe. You know, like, I, that's where I think she also teaches him, or he teaches her a le- the lesson that she needs to learn before she goes off and does whatever's next. I guess everybody's teaching each other lessons. No, you should be, but yeah, there's some people, unfortunately, there's some people that go through their lives as fucking amorphous blobs and they never actually, <laughs> like, they don't learn any lessons. They're just going around. I'm not saying that's necessarily people that I've known. Mm. I'm just saying, like, there are a lot of people out there that are just like, wait, what? <laughs> people need to be able to learn more lessons from those relationships so that they're not dickholes the next time. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. Um anyway, so I feel like another point that was made in this panel and that I would like to talk about. I, I just feel yeah. like te- uh, they were saying that technology challenges our human values really and I think that really touches on what we're talking about too of like mm-hmm. why do we need robots to understand us? Why do we need robots to be human? And it's because we're very in touch with our human values and it's, you know, we're kind of imperialists by nature. Yeah. <laughs> like we just need other it's things true. to feel and think like we do. Yeah. That's American. No, I'm just kidding. That's obviously <laughs> a very human thing. Just taking over the fucking globe. Yeah. I'm going to be really rude and check my phone right now. Oh, be just like fucking 
so, you know, I mean, technology has just taken us away from each other. I know. We can't even podcast. Deal with it. <laughs> No, I just got... This is also my moving week. Like, give me a fucking break. I'm in no but, way being... No, I know. I'm know. telling the audience to not judge me. Yeah. The audience. Um, but you would be doing this anyway. Yes, I know. All right. <sighs> Last week, uh, we mentioned Alan Turing, and he was a code breaker in World War II. He solved the enigma, the German enigma, and basically won World War II for the Allies. Right. He was a, a war hero, and he was also gay. And in 1952, after the war, and after he had, like, invented the computer, basically, he was prosecuted for uh, and found guilty of being gay. And they sentenced him to... He, he basically had a choice between going to prison or chemical castration. Jesus Christ. And he chose chemical castration and... What? Yeah. What the fuck does that mean, chemical castration? He was given, like, this weird estrogen... And uh, like a bunch of like weird chemicals that basically made him impotent and made him uh, grow boobs and be that is like, fucking dark on a level that I couldn't. This even... is like a fucked up thing that the British used to do to people who were found to be gay. And this is a fucking war hero who saved England, and they prosecuted him and made him be chemically castrated. And I mean, he but... then go ahead. Killed himself two years later. Jesus fucking Christ, Jeff. Of cyanide. And he like, it was like an apple near him was found, like that he had been eating. And I think that he like laced it with cyanide, with cyanide. is what they think. And he killed I himself. Mean, the, I mean, God, I know that this is a bit ch- tangential, but I just like the darkness of that kind of thing. Of not not up. just like the deep seated homophobia, but I, I mean, I've often said before, I'm like, homophobia is misogyny. Mm-hmm. And this is like, to me, a very like, clear mm-hmm. symbol of that of yeah. like we're going to literally make you effeminate right but also what that means like we're gonna do the most humiliating thing that could be possible which is right. to make you a woman you know it's right. like fuck you assholes he, he also like just the irony of him the imitation game aspect of it like, yes of what it is to be a man and a woman yeah. like that this makes me feel like I won't need to fucking read a biography. Two years ago, they did the movie The Imitation Game with Benedict Cumberbatch as him. Holy shitballs. That's what that's about. Yeah, it's all about Alan Turing. I haven't seen it, and I want to throw up because I didn't make that connection until now, but okay. I'm going to watch that movie. Well, we'll definitely watch that. It, the, that is ridiculous. So, let me just, like, as sad as that is, the chemical castration. <laughs> <laughs> That's I a know, weird like, way to get into this. As sad as, as chemical uh, castration Jesus Christ. is, let's what move I mean, on. <laughs> what I mean is, no, 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 I'm not saying let's move on. No, no. I wanted to like bring it around because like the suicide is such a low point. There is, this is also horrible. But um, in 2009, uh, there was an, a public, an official public apology on behalf of the British government for the appalling way he was treated. That happened in 2009. He killed himself in 54. Uh, and then in 2013, uh, Queen Elizabeth granted him a posthumous pardon. 2013. Fucking thanks, bro. Yeah. Like, who fucking cares? Well, so, well, who is this As for? of three years ago, he's now so not this, being persecuted for being That's gay. a side note, too. Like, this, these kind of, like, these pardons Symbolic at this point, it's just symbolism. Posthumous pardon. Like, so basically you're just telling us, like, yeah, you're right, that was fucked up. Yeah. Great. I mean, I at mean, least they finally officially admitted that. But, but 
Fucking what? too little too late, motherfuckers. Too little too late. That is sickening. A couple other things about her. Just the the whole question of do you have to be physically in the room with somebody to have a connection with them? I think that you don't. And I think that you can do it through technology and that's okay. I think that it's great when you can be together, but technology is more about connecting people who want to connect to each other when they're apart than it is about connecting to somebody you've never met. Exactly. I was just going to say that I was like, well, yeah, it's possible to have a connection with somebody. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> like, yeah, I can connect to you in the, uh, say, in the way that I give you information and you give it back to me. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can have a nice talk, talk or a laugh or whatever. But I'm like, human touch is just great. And it's, yeah. it's, it's an amazing feeling. Yeah. It's irreplaceable. You know, well, what I you mean? know, and like <laughs> if if there's anything to take away from this movie, at the very least, it's like allow yourself joy. The way yeah. that she was saying that it's like allow yourself to enjoy yourself, have fun and don't like fucking freak out about everything, like all the implementation details. Right. I need you to expand on that a little bit more. Is that what is that the takeaway? That's not the only takeaway. I take that because back for me, I just all. feel like I again, did, I, did I say that's the only takeaway? <laughs> no, you didn't. But I just I, first of all, I don't really know exactly what you just said. I don't even know that's a big takeaway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was I was just wanting to come back to the Amy Adams line about uh, she wants to allow herself joy as like kind of a, yes, and I would agree with that. But I think that the movie is. One thing that it basically says is you can't really rely on anything because even yeah. this this uh, figure that Theodore thought he had in Samantha, she even fucking left. So if you're gonna get hurt uh, anyway, I don't even know. Like I feel like I feel like it's saying don't. It's okay to no, have. Let me finish. You're right. <laughs> I stop you to then stop myself. Because I didn't. Yeah. Jesus Christ. No, no, no. I mean to say that not like you can't trust anything in your life. I just mean mm-hmm. to say like n- life is impermanent. Yes. Everything is impermanent. Yeah. And if you're going to get hurt anyway, you might as well love fully. You might as well take that fucking risk. Yeah. And I feel like that ending bit where he's sitting there with Amy Adams is the time where you fully realize that because now he's with another human being. This movie is not trying to make a commentary on what human... Uh, like. What it's AI, not trying to yeah, say, yeah. like, yeah, AI, have relation. I think it's really actually saying, nah, reconnect with each other. Yeah. You know, I really, really do. Yeah. And I think it's, uh, but also accepting that that is very much a part of our lives. Well, I, I think it's kind of, it, it's saying relationships that you have may come to an end, but they're very valuable to you as a growing person and don't be happy. You know, oh, God, I'm inclined to say the most cliche fucking thing ever. Oh, okay. You know, don't be sad that it's gone. Be happy that it happened. Yeah, totally. (laughs) But, I mean, why do you fucking think they have so many goddamn love songs? It's because it's all, we get it. We fucking get it. But I think because the timing that this movie comes out and clearly Mm -hmm. what it's talking about in terms of us being alienated from each other, it's like in this heightened state of being disconnected from one another, be extra cognizant of yep. it, you know, yeah. that, and which is why it's so full of satire and just like kind of cartoonish buffoonery from time to time. Yeah. Um, but I liked it. I think it's, it a, made me you, feel, it gives me two thumbs up. 
Two thumbs up where, bro? What are you talking about? Oh, shit. <laughs> Is that, that's not how you Did say that. Did that sentence just happen how I just heard it that again? That thing just gave me two thumbs up. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what a weird thing to say. And you said it. Fucking it's holy so shit. <laughs> oh, my God. That gave me two thumbs up? What yeah. am I talking about? I mean, you totally about? could have played it off like, no, just, you know, just kidding. You knew what I meant, but you no, just, you're no. acknowledging that you meant to do that. Uh yeah, what do you guys think about that? Yeah, c- comment <laughs> before we're so comment fucking recording. Comment in the box below. I don't know, before guys. anybody's gonna hear anything. I know exactly. And I love like I also love the idea of like starting with the zero audience and being like, get back to us. Let's we want to hear your feedback because like the hey, fans are what ma- you know we love the fans. Hey baby, baby, you gotta fake it till you make it. That's where we're at. Okay. All right. Well, I sayonara, think the, the, suckers. Yeah. <laughs> See you in two weeks. <laughs> All right. I'm going to Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.